Hey, everybody. Happy Friday from NPR Music and All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with contributors Serena Turos. Hey, Robin. Kiana Faircloth. Hey. And Radio Milwaukee's Tariq Moody. yippee ki <laughs> it's New Music Friday, Tariq, and we're looking at the best releases out now on July 29th, which means it's finally here, Beyonce's Renaissance, the wait is over, this is the song, Pure Honey. Check my technique, uh, uh, coming from my technique, uh, uh, you wanna feel my technique, uh, uh, it's pure, bad bitches to the left. Money bitches to the right. You can be both, meet in the middle, dance all night. Take it all off, or just a little, if you like. It's pure. It should cost a billion to look this good. Okay, so before we get into it, there have obviously been a ton of rumors about the album and reported leaks. This includes everything from the possible credits and features, who's on the record, and even the music itself. But we weren't able to hear the full album ahead of its official release today or before this taping. So let's just talk about why we're so excited for Renaissance and where it looks like she's headed with it. Kiana. My God, how have I been waiting <laughs> for this? Six years, and, six know, years. It's six years. Looking at the track listing, it just seems as if she has, honestly, social workers and psychologists working with her in the <laughs> studio because it seems like she just taps into what the masses are thinking and feeling and emoting. As we've heard on Break My Soul, you know, she's got everybody quitting their jobs just like that. Yeah, yeah. And hitting the dance <laughs> Beyonce floor. tells me to quit my job, I quit my job. <laughs> you know, I feel like this album is going to be everything that everybody needs. Doesn't matter what walk of life you come from, she tries to find a way to fit her way into everyone's lifestyle. And I think with this album, Renaissance, which is act one, apparently, we can expect hopefully an act two after this, will be just that. I really didn't become a Beyonce fan to Lemonade. I know people gonna look at me like, oh no, what's going on? What's, what's Tariq here? The Beehive's gonna come after me. But right. <laughs> I follow her career. Uh, I mean, she was a great pop star. Then Lemonade hit, she became an artist. She became something more than the sum of the parts. Yeah. And I feel everything since then has led up to this project Renaissance. When I think of Renaissance, I think of Harlem Renaissance. I feel like the Renaissance is going to represent the diaspora of black music from around the world. And then, like, the Afrobeats, Tim's is going to be on this record to collaborate one of Tim's. Grace Jones is reported to be on this album as well. But I was reading her Instagram because I was listening to the All Songs Considered breakdown about the quote she says. She's like trying to be not perfect. Yeah. And the Vogue spread that came before this, you know, the lead up to this, that perfectionism is never going to leave her. And you tapped on the black experience. You know, she's got tracks like Plastic Off the Sofa. You know, <laughs> which everybody's grandma, you yep. know, had plastic on the Get sofa. Off the sofa. Right. Church girl and stuff like that. She's really honing in to the experience here. NPR Beyonce correspondents Sydney Madden and Letitia Harris are not in the chat right now. But like Tariq said, I, I do recommend checking out that All Songs episode, which Sydney hosts, and she kind of breaks down Beyonce's career up to this point. And definitely I'll be peeping Twitter today to see what Sid has to say about the album. Sid actually interviewed fellow Houstonian Megan Thee Stallion a couple years ago. And something she said really stuck with me, where she said, when someone else wins, it doesn't mean I lose, and that the only person she's competing with is herself. That idea 
completely belongs to Beyonce. She's the one steering the entire ship of like the music industry, the culture. You know, sometimes when an artist picks a different genre for every album, it's hard to pin down what makes up their essence. And Beyonce doesn't have that problem at all. Like, you know, if Beyonce wants to go into house music and dance music, I know she's gonna own it. It's the mark of an incredible artist that their stamp is on everything that they do, no matter what it sounds like. So if you missed it earlier this week, the conversation that y'all are referencing was a, a conversation we had in the All Songs Considered feed earlier this week, kind of breaking down where Beyonce's been, how she arrived at this moment, and what we can expect from the record. After we've all had some time to sit with the new music, our friends at Pop Culture Happy Hour will do a deep dive on Act One Renaissance, and we'll have that in the All Songs Considered podcast feed as well. Renaissance, of course. Not the only new album out today. There's also an incredible record from Maggie Rogers that just dropped. It's called Surrender. This is the song Want Want. Maggie Rogers kind of blew up in 2017. There was a viral clip of Pharrell, who was the artist in residence at NYU at the time, listening to her song Alaska and just being completely blown away. She took a couple years to release her debut album, which came out in 2019. And so this is her sophomore effort. You know, I think with all of the buzz over the first album, people forgot what an incredible producer she is as well as a vocalist. And there were so many moments on this big pop album that were just idiosyncratic and totally caught my ear. Like on this song, Want Want. I mean, the last chorus, she has an up the octave vocal. It's very staccato, very short. The main vocal is like a mid-range kind of legato. There's this really interesting contrast. And she does that almost every last chorus where She'll ground like an enormous vocal, like on horses. Man, if you sing that song in the car, you're gonna wear your throat out. She just sings the hell out of every track. Oh, I mean, man. it's incredible. Yeah, but she'll take a big chorus like that, which is so high. And she'll, she'll ground it with this like chugging guitar. She's such an incredible producer. And the fact that this is like a big ticket pop album that sounds so strange and lovely. I'm really excited about this album. There were a couple of tracks on this album that I really enjoyed. And what's wild is that I was listening to it while I was commuting into the city mm -hmm. and it just seemed to capture 
all of the emotions of my commute, mm-hmm. you know, like the vibey overdrive and then the angst of shatter after that. I'm like, I hit the traffic at the Holland Tunnel. I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it really takes you. It's one of those. It's like car candy in a way. She's a big astrology girl and she looks up to Stevie Nicks a lot. One of my favorite songs, Be Cool, like the opening lyrics to that, she says, sick of the sound of self-importance, I fucked off for a month or two. And I was like, man, I wish that were me. (laughs) Um, A lot of these are love songs, but they're not super straightforward. They're more about like reconnecting with a former right person wrong time now that it is the right time. And I found that really compelling. I feel like I don't hear a lot of songs like that from from more younger artists. I feel like that's more uh, territory trotted by older artists. We've heard a good bit from the record so far, but just the fact that she keeps pushing herself and pushing these songs across the whole record, there are so many incredible drops. I want to play one more. This is from the song Different Kind of World. And we're riding all together I'm a different kind of girl It starts off as this sweet little guitar ballad, and then boom. Lighters up. (laughs) Lighters up. I've been avoiding big shows, but this could be my first big show. First time back in a big venue for this. So incredible. The record, Surrender, from Maggie Rogers. We've got an interview with her up on the site right now, a conversation that Maggie Rogers had with NPR Music's Lars Gottridge up on the NPR Music site now. Okay, also out today on July 29th is the debut album from Domi and J.D. Beck. It's called Not Tight. This is the song Bowling. Can I start with their bio from the website, which I almost thought was real? Um, <laughs> <laughs> when I first heard about these guys, I'm like, wait, wait, wait. Domi is a 12-year-old saxophone prodigy from France. She developed her own unique sound by combining major third and major fourths. Not only is she the only living theoretical physicist, she is the youngest person to receive the Nobel Prize in physics. And then... J.D. Beck is a six-year-old sheep investigator from Texas. <laughs> and I was like... A sheep investigator. <laughs> I really fell for it. I was like, let me Google this. I'm like, like, glad nah, I wasn't the they only one. really contain multitudes. <laughs> wow. They are really young, though. A guy by the name of Anderson Pack found them out and assigned them to his little imprint called Ape Shit, which is a partnership with Blue Note Records. 
It's an album that's light and playful, but it's rooted in like jazz fundamentals. Plus, it has some surprise guests: Thundercat, Mac DeMarco, Herbie Hancock, Buster Rhymes, and Take a Chance, which is the, that second single featured in Anderson Pack, was also written by Taylor Parks, which I didn't know. If you know Taylor Parks, she is a fabulous songwriter for everybody from Andrea Triana to Khalid and Panic at the Disco. God won't give me more than I can handle. Rich, but I can't afford to have a scandal. This isn't what we wanted, but I'm sick and it's senseless to try to front like I can't stand you. Found another one and that's cool, but I'm the only one who has you. The irony of this record to me is it's called Not Tight, and it is insanely tight. <laughs> yes. It is yes. so tight. I mean, the drumming and percussion in particular on this record from J.D. Beck. It's just incredible. Listen to this cut called What Up. I mean, my God, it is, it's so tight and held together. I thought, these have got to be program beats, right? <laughs> There's not a human being doing that, right? I was watching an interview with uh, Zane Lowe and he was talking to Domi and JD, and they talked about, you know, the saying not tight that they kind of threw around with each other, you know, just playfully. They would always say, ah, oh, that's not tight, you know. <laughs> but as you mentioned, this is certainly the exact opposite of not being tight. And the fact that they have the stamp of the Herbie Hancock, one of the, I like to say, the fathers of jazz fusion, and all of the features on this record, just it feels like they've been past the torch. And it's so much more than just a jazz album. I mean, they've got Busta Rhymes on this album. And it says the best he's sounded in so long. Right. Mommy pilot, nice enough to fly you. Comfort level, Stella, baby, how you? Got so lucky when I found you. How you rep me, girl, you make me proud, bro. When we fucking got me screaming loud, too. <laughs> it's like an updated Steely Dan. Yeah. Yes, that's what it is. The only thing missing was Donald Fagan, yeah. Oh, if you don't get the NPR Music newsletter, you should. NPR Music editor Marissa LaRusso just had this really fun essay about becoming a Steely Dan fan and about how polarizing that band is. You know, so many people just love that band and so many people can't stand that band. And uh, it was really a fun look at uh, her becoming a, a Steely Dan fan. You can get the newsletter at npr.org slash music newsletter, all one word. Domi and J.D. Beck, Not Tight is the album. We need to take a quick break, but when we come back, we'll have the new Florist album, Lava LaRue, and a round of our personal favorites out now. This message comes from NPR sponsor, Smartwool. Don't sweat the incline. From the trailhead to the summit, enjoy every single step with Smartwool's powerfully durable hike socks. Made with naturally performing merino wool for the perfect fit and cloud-like comfort. Enjoy 15% off your first purchase when you sign up for Smartwool's mailing list. What are you waiting for? Get out there with Smartwool socks and take every hike to new heights. It's New Music Friday from NPR on All Songs Considered. I'm Robin Hilton. I'm here with Serena Toros, Kiana Faircloth, and Tariq Moody. We're looking at the best albums out today on July 29th. We start the second half of the show off with the West London rapper Lava LaRue. Their new one is called High Fidelity. This is the song Don't Trip. Love a bad breaking break. Kelly shining like a metal tongue riding on a Low life, trying to fight the eight, got himself into a pickle, he was more fat of Rick. Big man, a child, a shit, why you spoon tree him out here, take a toothpick. Sand child with my supervision, hollow easy, make the flip, so I told him don't trip, don't trip, ayy, don't trip. 
so self-silver running to me quick. Don't trip, uh, don't trip. Make a muffle, I'm a lunar eclipse. Yeah. Don't trip, ay, don't trip. So self-silver running to me quick. Don't trip, uh, don't trip. Make a muffle, I'm a lunar eclipse. Yeah. If they ain't vibing with you, go and keep running on your own way. Trust the good time it comes through. Lava LaRue, I've been following their career for a few years now in high fidelity. I feel like their flow, their singing, and just the style reminds me of Lauryn Hill, at least in the spirit of it, not sonically. But then Motel brings out this Prince and the Internet vibes. I put this album on and when it was over, I probably would have assumed it was like 40 minutes and like 12 tracks. In reality, it's 18 minutes and it's five songs and none of them crack four minutes, but it's got like the magnetism of a DJ set where it takes the listener on a journey in much the same way, like adapting, evolving, pivoting into new sonic territory, all on the same song and then bringing it back home again before drifting off the road. And it's done so subtly and like so masterfully that I kept getting surprised I was listening to the same song. It reminded me of how much space there is outside of traditional song structures to create great music. Yeah, totally. Listen to how quickly they change gears on this song called Crybaby. That is just so cool. And like you say, Serena, it's you get this full meal in 18 minutes. Lava also, this EP reminds me more of West Coast, even though they're from London. The EP was recorded in L.A., but it's the bass lines that really grabbed me throughout this project. The funky bass lines, like the track, Don't Come Back. Lava LaRue is the rapper. Their new EP is called High Fidelity. Also out today is a new self-titled album from the Brooklyn band Florist. This is the song Red Bird Part 2.
man, this band is big thief for people whose Bob Dylan is Alan Lomax. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought, listening to this too, I thought, well, I, okay, it's official. Big Thief is now a reference point for other artists. Mm-hmm. And I mean, what I mean by that is this is indie music that's borrowing from the practice of field recording and ambient music just as much as folk and country. You know, my starting point for this band was actually their last album, Emily Alone, which came out in 2019, but just from the title alone kind of became something of a pandemic record for me. And that was made by band leader Emily Sprague pretty much by herself. She had moved to LA away from her bandmates to kind of deal with the grief of losing her mother. And that record was very sparse and quiet. This album, she kind of invited her bandmates back into the fold, but they camped out at a house in the Hudson Valley for a month together. It really just feels so expansive and warm and open-hearted. On the NPR Music website, Mia Hughes just did a profile of the band, and they told them, I rarely meet people that are quite as weird and sensitive as we are, and when you meet somebody who's also like that, you're drawn to them because I think we need to find each other in this world. Man, I feel like I listen to so many albums this week, it's a really big ticket pop week. I love big flashy pop music, but I put this on and I just felt this sense of peace for an hour for the first time in several weeks. It's deeply needed. I agree with you. Like in the song Spring and Hours, Emily's voice on that is just so carefree and floaty. can hear the way they've matured since their 2016 Tiny Desk. I looked at that and I'm like, oh wow, it makes sense that this album is self-titled because it really does feel like a declaration of who they are as a band. You mentioned her, just how lovely and sweet the record is, Serena. On that song, Spring and Hours, Emily sings, you are the kind of person that comes from the flowers center. You landed in this dimension. There's love in all your senses. I mean... That's Robin Hilton core. Right. Oh, so totally. You know, she, she's so full of so much wisdom and, and beauty in the way that she sees the world and the people around her. And I noticed that there's quite a lot of crying on the record. She references tears quite a bit, but it's the kind of tears that come from being overcome by the wonder of life is how it sounded to me. Florist is the band. Their new album is self-titled. And before we wrap up this week's show, let's just go around the virtual room and mention a few of our favorites also out today. Tariq, we'll start with you. If you haven't seen it, the Wakanda Forever trailer that put me in tears and my fellow Howard alum, Chad Bozeman, rest in power, dropped a trailer. And the trailer started off with a cover of No Woman, No Cry by superstar Thames. And it bleeds into Kendrick Lamar's All Right, which was just a gut punch. Another, man, I was just crying. Anyway, they released that cover of No Woman, No Cry by Tim's, a part of this prologue called Black Panther Wakanda Forever Prologue. Hopefully the sampling of what's to come on the soundtrack. It features not only Tim's, Ghanaian artist Amare, and Mexican rapper Sonny Faye Clan. And it seems like they're going to blend Latin and uh, black diasporas on the soundtrack, just like the movie is doing with uh, Wakanda and Atlantis with Namor. I am a sucker for this movie. Let's put it that way. <laughs> I remember when 
Kiana. I am excited about the second single released from Snarky Puppy's forthcoming album, Empire Central, which is set to be out not until September 30th. But this single is full of that big jazz fusion instrumentation that includes rock, hip-hop, soul, gospel, and a movie soundtrack all wrapped up into one. This album includes the last recording from Bernard Wright, who was the mentor and like a godfather figure to the band's leader, Michael Lee. This new single, Bet, is definitely giving us a sense of what this album has in store. Serena. The artist King Princess, who had something of a breakout hit in 2018 with the song 1950, has a new album out today. Their sophomore album, it's called Hold On Baby. They always make music that sounds great. They're a studio rat. I mean, she grew up literally in a studio in Brooklyn. Her first EP and album had a lot of ideas, a lot of influences, a lot of genres, and I didn't quite see it all coming together yet, but I saw a lot of potential. And, you know, since then, she's actually become friends with Fiona Apple, and they did a cover of one of Fiona's songs together. And I can almost hear her becoming a student of Fiona's school of songwriting. And her lyrics on this album have gotten sharper by leaps and bounds. And I can hear the vision cohering, and it's really, really exciting. And changing the locks on your heart cause you're bored. So I guess it's over. And I'll mention the new album by the band Wilder Maker. It's called Male Models. Ecstatic visions by starlight. They should look at the bar. Cut it out to a playlist. Say this thing you keep down in the talk. Is a privilege to be dying at the center of the culture. I'm just glad to be invited to the end of the Bob Boylan had Wildermaker on the show a couple of weeks ago, and, and now this record is out. And like Florist, Wildermaker is a Brooklyn band. It features Katie Von Schleicher on vocals. She's someone we've covered as a solo artist. And in this band together, they make this really nice, moody, acoustic-y rock. They also feature Yellow Ostrich on this record, Adam Duritz, and more. The band Wildermaker, the album Male Models. And that'll do it for this week's New Music Friday. Thanks to Serena Turos, Kiana Faircloth, and Tariq Moody. Thanks so much, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. Our show was edited and mixed by Ron Scalzo with production help from Bob Boylan. Our director for music and visuals at NPR is Keith Jenkins. If you want a complete list of everything that we played on the show, you'll find it in the description for this episode in your podcast feed. We've also got an expanded list there of other notable releases out now, and you can hear full versions of the songs by searching for NPR Music's New Music Friday playlists in Apple Music and Spotify. And for NPR Music and All Songs Considered, I'm Robin Hilton. I hope you have a great weekend. Be well and treat yourself to lots of music. I